Okay, um, so on December the 8th, uh, we're going to do something really special. Uh, we're going to bring back the Christmas prime rib dinner. Yes! Right? And um, I want to introduce you to my sous chef. I'm just kidding. The head chef for that event, Art Lou. Art, would you come on down? Thank you, Art. We love you, Art. Um, I guess you could call this a CLC tradition, right? And um, behind every tradition we have in our church, there's always a story. So I'm bringing up art, uh, not just as a visual, but also to kind of tell you the story behind our prime rib Christmas dinners. So Art, um, tell us the story behind that, please. Hi, can you hear me? Live mic's on? Okay. Um, Well, it started a number of years ago. Uh, I was actually under pretty dark times. Uh, our church had gone through some pretty tough times. A lot of people left, um, and morale was down. Um, so I remember uh, Pastor Melvin came up to me and said, doesn't your ministry set up and strike do these, like, occasional luncheons with prime rib? And I went, yeah, we do. We cook, like, maybe 15 pounds of prime rib, stick it in the oven, wait a couple hours, and it's, and it's done. And he goes, would you mind doing that for the entire church one night? Oh, you're crazy. I can't do that. You know, that's, that's like you're talking maybe 100 pounds of prime rib. What am I going to do with that? <laughs> but um, I put it to prayer. Prayer was a big thing back then, especially when times are tough. And I had this little feeling that that's what I'm supposed to do. I just didn't know how. And, you know, I'm a health inspector in real life. So we know how easy it is to get people sick in a big crowd. So I can only imagine the headlines if I was cooking this thing. Health inspector gets in tire search, you know, sick. That would not go well. And I work in this area, so they'll be asking me, what did you do? But um, I kept praying about it. And, you know, when you just know it, it, it was wonderful. Uh, within a week or so, I had one of my foodie friends ask me about these new ways of cooking prime rib versus just sticking it in the oven. And it was a very fast method. And he just wanted to make sure that it was safe. And I said, well, let me try it for myself. So I cooked like 15 pounds, and I went, you know, this really does work. And in theory, I could cook a, a great amount in a short period of time. So it was still a scary situation. I never cooked for 150 people before. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna, you don't practice with 100 pounds of prime rib on the side, you know. <laughs> so I'm just going to have to go live, and that's unnerving. Anyways, I remember the church made the announcement that we were going to have a prime rib dinner. And the reaction was just the same as it was just now. Dead silence. <laughs> um, and I remember people were very skeptical. I'm sure they had their own memories of how prime rib used to be at a church. You get this little tiny piece, you know? It's like a roast beef sandwich. So anyways, um, they showed up. They were real quiet. Maybe it's given what they've gone through before. And the evening started, and the rest was history. We had 100 pounds of prime rib, which we will have on December 8th, ready to go. And uh, people started eating, and their mood changed. And instead of being really glum and solemn, it was actually getting kind of happy. A lot of conversation. And I remember at the very end, um, I poked my head out to see what was going on. Um, we were all singing Christmas carols. And... It was a really special warmth in the room that I haven't seen in a long time. It was the warmth in their voices amidst all the burntness in their hearts. And I could tell that healing was going on. 
and I realized why I was cooking this meal. And I didn't expect that. So for those of you that were there, um, you probably remember the years that followed. We had more prime rib dinners, and it turned from that occasion to one of celebration where we were inviting people and friends. And it got pretty loud in there. So I hope you folks can do the same. Uh, I think that's the goal this year. So have fun. Oh, um, stay up here, please. Um, so what we wanted to do on December the 8th was to tie um, some uh, celebration good eats to our mission as a church. And so if you remember, like five weeks ago, Pastor Calvin gave a message called Bring a Friend to Jesus. And so and the idea behind it is that one of the most loving things you can do for someone uh, who's a friend of yours that doesn't know the, the Lord is to introduce them to other people who do. And so the prime rib dinner is a, a great opportunity to do that. So right now, it's, it's still a couple months away. So it's a good time for us just to be wondering uh, who might we invite to December 8th prime rib dinner. And I would just encourage you guys just, just to let the Lord kind of guide that process and just, just to make it a prayer. Say, Lord, is there someone that you would like me to invite? And uh, Art, is there someone that, oh, that you're, you're right. thinking of inviting? Um, yeah, I, I play softball every Monday night, and our team has probably half Christian, half not Christian, and a few guys that have walked away. And I just invited all of them to the dinner. Um, I told them I was a the chef. They're on my guest list. Um, there will be 100 pounds, guaranteed. Uh, we've, every time we've done this, we've had leftovers, even with college kids. So... Um, <laughs> You know, and so they're going to come. And it's just the novelty of a prime rib dinner for free is all you need to tell somebody. You know, house of prime rib, you're not going to get this little piece of nothing. It'll be fine. So. Okay, so <laughs> December 8th, we're bringing it back. Prime rib dinner, Christmas, candlelight. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you there.